live episode three of Amir and Jay Talks. Welcome back. How's it going? How's it going, everybody? Today is Monday, October 26th, 2020. It is Halloween week. Oof, Halloween. And Gross. it is also the week prior to, uh, what is it? Daylight savings. So you get 25 hours. Yeah, you get 25 hours on Sunday. Ooh. Yeah, so make it, make it count, make it last. I completely uh, forgot about daylight savings. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy because what? the it, what is it everything sets at um the 6 30 now so in a week from today the sun's gonna set at like 5 30 which is insanely early but it'd be like that yeah i thought you were gonna when you said in a week i thought you were gonna bring up the election i was like you caught you kind of caught me off guard with the old daylight savings thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah uh so how's your week bro What's up? How's your week? How's your week? How's everything going? It's good. Things are going well. I just have some tests that I need to work on. School work. It's the it's the final stretch with school. Just about a month left. Um, but that's about it, really. Just kind of trying to make the best and the most out of all the experiences that we have for the next few few months left of school. You know? Why are you dressed up? So today I had a tour. I'm a tour guide. Um, oh, for yeah, so- we're running virtual tours and everything. So today, today there weren't that many people, but like the past two weeks, we've had over a hundred people come to each of our tours, each of our virtual tours. So we've been really busy with like the new application cycle of people that are trying to, you know, apply to college, you know, but it's unfortunate because I think part of a tour that is really important is like actually walking through campus um, just to see what, your campus life would be like at the respective school and everything. But I guess it is better than nothing because some people just won't just, I mean, it's not feasible at the moment, you know? So are you uh, like a tour for like Georgia Tech in general? Is it for you like your frat or like, how's that work? It's for Georgia Tech in general. I'm a, I'm a Georgia Tech tour guide. Oh, so you, like you applied and got that job? Yeah, I applied, got, it's not a job. I don't get paid, but um, it's, yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, I work for the Office of Undergraduate Admissions. If I work over the summer and do tours over the summer, then I can get paid. Mm. Yep. So, what's, yep. so what's the purpose of like doing this? Like for you, like what do you get out of it? I love walking around campus and just I love talking to people. It's something that I enjoy, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's cool, and I really like helping people out in determining like college of their choice. Like I've had some really great conversations with a few people over the past two weeks and they're really interested in things that I were interested I was interested in as well so we had some really good conversations they're like hey thank you so much you really helped me out uh, and gave me a lot of information that didn't that I didn't know and I guess yeah I mean there's nothing really in it for me I guess it's the only thing that's in it for me is I get I get to be involved on campus and I get to you know go meet some new people and you know have a good time yeah um so so it's so what do you really talk about in the virtual because you can't show them around you can't like show them what it's like to like be around on campus so what do you what do you talk about we kind of talk i kind of talk about so it goes like we talk about the traditions that we have on campus then we talk about the academics and how that looks like 
And then we go to how, so one of the big things that we talk is that like a lot of companies love tech students and how we have the internships, co-ops, research opportunities. And then we talk about like our story about like why we chose Georgia Tech um, and what makes it so great for us. Right. So, yeah, because at that point, like that is pretty much stuff that we say regardless of being on the tour or not. And prior to the, the tour actually happening, we break out into separate rooms and- um, Breakout rooms? Yeah, we, we use breakout rooms. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I usually ask people, have people ask me questions and they usually have questions about like AP exam scores or how easy it is to like switch majors or like what the housing is like. And we just try to do our best ability to like explain it to them with words, you know, right. but it's, it's a good time. Um, I definitely, it's once a week, so it's not too much of a time commitment either. And it's for students who haven't like, have they gotten into Georgia tech or are they just curious? It can just people that are curious. It can be people that have already gotten into Georgia Tech and want to see a tour. Uh, yeah, that's really it. It's it's a good time. How about you? How was uh, how was your day slash week? Uh, it's all right. Everything it's like cycles. It's really it's really. I don't know. It's one of those things where you hate it when it's in the bad, and then you love it when it's in the good. Yeah. Uh, life is just cycles, man. It really is. It really is. It it's really a, is. It's a new cycle for each time, for each point of your life. It's so hard. Like this whole idea of like people being happy all the time. It's just not something that's like real life in my, like you, there's no way you can just be happy all the time. There's no way everything, like whatever goes up must come down and vice versa. Like, okay. I see what you're saying but I'm going to have to disagree with you. Okay. I don't think, so I'll put it this way. There are good things and bad things that happen. No, there are events that happen in everyone's life, but it is up to me to determine whether they are good or bad. In essence, that make me happy or sad. I read a book back a few years ago. It was a, it was a really small book. And it was literally just saying that life is only a perception of our, of our mind and our attitude towards it. Like you could have a really crappy day, but if you look at the positives of it, if you be like, Hey, this is a lesson that I learned and you don't let it ruin your day, then your day's not ruined and, you, and you're still having, you can still be happy. Okay. You know, like why, why let a bad experience ruin a whole day, All you right. know? Yeah. Cause let's say, yeah. I mean, what is it? I distinctly remember like there was this one time in senior year of high school, like I was like running late to my internship. I accidentally scratched a car. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a bad day. And I could have really easily just been like, this is a bad day. And I could have pouted about it and it would have been a bad day. But then like, I remembered that everything is a product, like my experience in life is a product of how I interpret it. So if I'm like, it sucks, but I'm not going to let that ruin my day. And I just looked at it with positivity and see what I learned from it. And 
you know, after that, and I know, and I don't worry about it. Like I, I ended up having was still a great day despite bad things happening. Cause like, if something bad happens to you, what's the purpose of feeling sad for yourself throughout the rest of the day? The only thing that you lose is the happiness that you have for the rest of the day. You know, in my head, if something bad happens, it happens. Let's move on. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think you have them mixed up. So what you're saying is, you know, you shouldn't let something that's bad that's happened affect what's going to happen afterwards. Yes. What I'm trying to say is you can't prevent, you can't just have everything be great all the time. Oh, true. true. Yeah. yeah. When I say the cycle, I totally agree with what you're saying as far as don't let it affect the rest mm -hmm. of your day. But right. those singular events, those singular events that, you know, suck, that cause stress, anxiety, and those things happen. Like, oh, absolutely. You're 100% right. You know, even, even Jeff Bezos, who's the richest guy, deals with anxiety. He has things he has got to worry about. He's got problems, even though he's, he can buy whatever he wants. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Oh, yeah, you're definitely right. Okay, yeah, I mean, you're right. There's, it's, it's inevitably, like, good, like, life is, life doesn't consist of all good things. Yeah. And, you know, in fact, like, I think it's good that doesn't consist of all good things, because at that point, if everything was good, it would make the great experiences not feel as great. Yeah, because we wouldn't know what it felt like. We wouldn't know, like, what yeah. good feels like if we don't feel bad first. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you think... There are some things that are just universally bad that just everybody hates or is there do you think there's always two sides to something i mean suffering is bad i'd say um, suffering from what though like i don't know physical torture mental torture i think everyone can agree that that's bad yeah i guess so i just mean like Maybe like homework, someone views it as like a chore and another person views it as like an opportunity to learn. Unpopular opinion. I think homework is really important. Really? Like, I think homework is really crucial, especially at a young age to develop um, good study skills. And it honestly helps you learn. Like when I was, obviously when I was in like middle school, high school, like the only studying I would do would be doing my homework. Like I didn't do anything else. I just did my homework. I practiced. I did it to the fullest extent. And at that point, like your, your, your schoolwork is just a product of your homework. You know, yeah, that's, how, that's how I always felt it. Like it was, it was a way for someone to tell me, this is how you're supposed to study by doing this homework. If you do this homework, you'll do well in the class. And like, I found it very correlative, which is why I find it a little difficult in college because sometimes like the teachers, the professors don't assign you homework, like go study this. And sometimes I'm, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs, not knowing what to do because I don't have an assignment that replicates what I'm going to be tested on. You know, mm -hmm. do you, what, what, what do you, what do you think about homework? Well, I, I gotta say, I disagree because, you know, there's been many studies done over in Europe of these countries that give out less homework and the students actually end up becoming more productive as a result because i think that you know everything has its time and its place when you go to school that's your time to learn when you come home that's your time to spend on other things when you have a ton of homework 
it's just school continued throughout the day. So you don't really have time to put towards other things. So, you know, if, if it's, if I'm not learning what I need to learn in that given amount of time that I'm at school, that eight hours that we used to go to every single day for five days a week, if we have to do something extra outside, that's, that's a, um, what do you say? That's like a criticism of the education system as it, as it works now that we have to like put in extra work because that, that takes away from other things. I might, I might want to go hang out with my friends and you know, we can have some very insightful conversations or maybe we can just have a good time and create memories. Yet I have to do homework. It's tough because like we talked about before, you know, time is a, is something that's you can never get back. It just keeps going down. Okay. I mean, that's, that's an interesting perspective, but when I look at that, I think what is homework preventing me from doing? Cause I can't remember a time in like high school or even now that I've had to like not do. So- I mean, obviously like I, you have to make like, you have to make choices. You have to make hard decisions. Um, Cause there's going to be times where you can't go out every single day and do, like do activity or do whatever like that. You have to like take some time and spend work. But I don't think it's a criticism of the school. I think it's a challenge, you know? It's because school is meant to challenge us and the school is meant to like test our, you know, mental capacities to like learn things. Like I'm just thinking about like world history, for example. There's so much that you learn in world history. Like obviously everything is gonna be covered in class but you still have to spend some time outside of it to review, to make sure you know the knowledge. And maybe not, and maybe world history isn't particularly pertinent to what you're doing, but I think we can also apply that to math. Like if, if a professor teaches me something in class, I'm not, it's very rarely, especially if it's like high level math, is it very rarely, is it able, if I'm able to pick it up in an instant and learn it? Yeah, I definitely learned it at the moment, but I definitely need to go home and practice it so I can be proficient at it, you know? So that, I mean, that's how I, that's how I personally view it. I can see where you're coming from, but the, the thing with me, with your argument is that I don't believe that having some homework will really impede on what you need to do in life or to enjoy myself because i've always been able to like like organize my time so that i can go to school i can go home and do like certain homework but also have time to hang out with my friends hang out with my family and better myself you know let me give you a situation that i personally know because one of my friends has gone through this Mm -hmm. very smart he's a very bright fellow okay yeah he just just recently graduated, but during high school, he was on the football team, he was captain of the football team, and he had a job. Mm-hmm. So every single day after school, he would have to go to practice, and after practice, he would have to go to his work. So by the time he gets home, he is so tired, he, he can't, he, he needs rest, he's so tired. It's been so draining on him, physically, yeah. mentally, Think about how, how much of a physical toll football takes on you and how much of a mental toll it takes on you, just not from school, but now you got to go to work. And by the time you get home, it's what, midnight, 1 a.m. because of your work. And then you, in order to complete your homework, you're going to have to compromise your sleep. And, you know, 
that's a big issue with our society is we don't we don't value sleep. So I mean, is is compromising your sleep, which is you know it's a third of your life. It's I, I would assume it's very important that we all get you know the recommended time of sleep. If we don't get that, is homework really worth it? And you know, there's some teachers they grade you based off the homework you do. They grade homeworks, and so if my friend ends up you know forgetting about his homework doesn't do his homework and as a result he gets bad grades does that make him a dumb person i don't think so that's i mean it's a very that's a it's a very interesting case obviously i mean if someone i mean yeah i mean it's i i can't imagine being a captain of a football team and working at the same time and being a full-time student yeah i mean yeah, I guess in, in that situation, it's it's really challenging because well, you're at school for eight hours, you're at practice for another two hours, and let's say you work for four hours, um, that's like 14 hours of your day. And then you have two hours to eat breakfast and work. And let's say if you want to try to sleep eight, eight hours, then you have very limited time. I don't know. See, in, in, in that situation, I'd say like what what's you you have to like make your priorities is 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 you have to yeah you essentially have to, i mean i i'd say you have to like choose i mean that's that's the reality of things and that's how time is money because you have to like you have to budget your money you have to budget your time as well mm. um, and for some people school takes that priority and for other people um let's say your job or football takes that priority in that case so it's I guess it's what you choose to do with that time, I guess. I guess maybe, maybe you're right. I've been fortunate enough that I haven't had to have dealt with a situation like that where I definitely think I would not view homework in the same eye. But I mean, I can only attest to the experience that I've gone through, you know? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've, been, we've, we've both been fortunate enough to you know, have plenty of time because right. we have, like, we didn't, I don't, I don't think you did. I didn't play sports on like a professional, like a school team. So I played, I ran cross country for a few years. Oh, yeah, was, you did, you did. That was like an hour and a half of practice every night. Right. Yeah. Well, as far as like the mental toll it takes on you that you have to have your guys together, you got to get ready for game day and things like that. Football is definitely harder. So you know, we, didn't, we definitely didn't experience that kind of uh, stress. That, you know, for example, my friend would have, would have experienced. Especially with working a job, that's um, that's a really big commitment, especially if he's trying to work like 15 hours a week or something. You know, that, you know that's what I'm saying is like you, you, you say um, you know, at this point you have to choose, but we really don't have a choice because we're, we're essentially required to go to school. We have to go to school. There's no other option. Um, so, you know, if a person says, you know, I want to get a job, it's like, no, we can't get a job. I mean, you can't give up school. You have to get your education, but I also want to get a job and make money. And so, you know, you're asking someone, not, you're not really giving them a choice. You're telling them, no, you got to wait. So, that, I mean, that's, that's one thing that I don't like about it. That's true. I guess the reason why people say that is because it's, it's, you're essentially choosing, like, what, do you, what would you rather spend your time? Would you rather spend your time working a minimum wage job making eight dollars an hour right now or would you rather spend your time studying and getting incredible grades going to an incredible college becoming a doctor or lawyer and then making like a hundred dollars an hour you know 
So yeah. I guess I guess it's just like like pers- perspective because I mean some like I I think I do think all high school students should have a job of some kind at some point. Um, I just don't think it should be interfering with their schoolwork, you know. And and and, th- and I think it's possible. Like I, I did balloon artistry. I would go once or twice a weekend, and I'd make more than minimum wage every single time. And like that's a skill. I think that I mean that that's also one of the reasons why I don't like minimum wage jobs. I just I don't know. I feel like students especially have skill. Um, and if they can use those, those skills, they can make far more than like seven fifty an hour or something. Like I was talking to one of my friends and she was saying that it, it annoys her when she's working her job, when she's working hard to at her job. But her, her coworker, her coworker is like half-assing everything she's doing, that, that her coworker is doing. And, but at the end of the day, they both take home, what, $8, $9 an hour. So a person who is working twice as hard, but working the same job, doesn't get, you know, doesn't get any more than the person who is working half as hard, you know? Right. Yeah. And in a way you can say that's communism. Because that's that's what communism is. Everyone, you know, it doesn't matter how hard you work, everyone gets the same amount. And so in a capitalistic society, minimum wage is communistic in a way. Yeah, I mean it is. It's it's a it's a form of the socialism or I don't know, I don't know if it's yeah. communism or socialism yeah, or slash communism around the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the best way the best way I found someone explained it to me is like, like this is like a school analogy. Everyone takes a test. One person gets a 4.0, the other person gets a 3.0, the other person, third person gets a 2.0, the last person gets zero because they failed. And 4.0 is like, yo, I got a 4.0. He's happy. 3.0 is pretty happy. 2.0 is kind of like, hey, what the heck? And the fail grade is like nothing. Yeah. But then someone's like, yo, you know what? Let's, let's try this. Let's take all of our grades and average them together. So everyone gets like a 2.5. Mm-hmm. So the 4.0, he works really hard and ends up getting a 2.5. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 3.0, like, what the heck? I also work kind of hard and I only got a 2.5 still. 2.0 guy was like, yo, I did nothing. I did very little and I got a 2.5. And the guy that got uh, failed his test, zero on everything, it's like, yo, I still got a 2.5. I did nothing. Let's go. I'm super happy. And that's the thing, that's essentially communism. Uh, that's socialism. You're taking from the people that, that work really hard and give it to those that don't work as hard. Right. You know? And you know what happens when you do that? This is, what, this is why this can't happen to America. This is why people that work hard won't work hard anymore because they don't need to. Also, also they'll say, oh, I can do nothing. I can do nothing and still get this amount sure why wouldn't i being lazy is easier than working hard that's so 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 you do so what you do is you actually build lazy habits into hardworking people and they end up not being hardworking anymore if you if you like put them in that system that's what's happened that's what's happened with this whole coronavirus thing so many people now get paid more than they used to when they were working their unemployment checks are higher when they're sitting home doing nothing than when they were going to work. Why would they want to go back to work? They don't want to go back to work. They're making more now than they ever did. And they do no work. 
and what's happening our debt keeps sky keeps going up it's more and more problems are going to go come down the line which is why we can't allow you know these socialist ideas that in my opinion are being taught in schools and colleges we can't let these things infiltrate our system because it's, it's going to be bad for everyone everyone thinks it everyone thinks it's so good that oh we have europe has free health care they have all these all these free things free education what they don't look at is how much taxes they're paying how much hard-earned money they're going to have to give away to the government if this socialist system comes to america yeah and i guess there's i guess it's like um there's definitely like a line somewhere where like i do believe a certain amount of taxation is good like we need to pay taxes so we can have like libraries and make the roads look nice and things like that but there's also times where you people can feel like their taxes are going to support people that are lazy you know i was i was taking a test that um um that, that that would help me decide on who to vote for this coming up tuesday and like i guess there's some things that i just i guess i would value over the others like i one of the questions asked me would you um do you support increasing taxes on rich people so that college students can go to college debt free and it, like it, it really like it really like like struck me because it's a position that like where we're in right now um there's like definitely me and some of my like peers we have to take out loans in order for us to get higher education right so part of me is like hey yeah i definitely like even like if i was super rich i'd definitely be okay paying a few more taxes so like some other kid down the road would be able to go to college with without super crazy high debt but at the same time, I also see some of these videos of kids in college going out and just partying all they want to do. And right. it's like, what, what is my money being used for at this point? You know? So sometimes it's like, do you want to send that money to college where, I mean, to, to the government where the government can just like throw it at everyone? Or do you want to send it to um, like maybe like a private, private company or something that'll, they can, they can handpick students that will work hard um, and then, you know, give the students to give, give those students the money to make a difference in the world, you know? And that, and that question, the, the reason why that question you at, you got asked where, you know, should, should rich people pay more and or for college students to be debt free. The reason why it's a, it's the wrong question to ask is because it assumes that the reason why uh, kids are in debt is because rich people aren't paying their taxes when the real issue is the colleges themselves and the tuitions that they charge us the 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 problem shouldn't be should should rich people pay more taxes the real the real question should be should colleges be charging these ridiculous amounts for education yeah that, like I, that's the I, thing i i think listen i think you know, th this is this is the issue. We're not, we're not looking at it things straight. We're looking at a scapegoat. You know, you know, we're saying, oh, we're in debt. Oh, I can't pay my bill. It's this rich people's fault. I mean, it's not. It's not really rich people's fault. Rich people provide jobs for us. They're the reason why we can get jobs. You know, they provide a service. That's why they're rich. Um, the issues with these colleges, uh, they charge. They 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 charge these amounts because they can get away with them. This, this wasn't the case back then. They they've. Re Ever since the federal government insured student loans, they said, you know, you can take out student loans, but we insure them. 
that's when these colleges started to raise their tuition price because they knew they could make more money. I mean, who wouldn't do that? So I think, I think the main issue is the colleges and not rich people themselves. And I think people are looking at this the wrong way. Yeah, I definitely need to, I definitely need to like do some more research because like I remember reading an article on why college was so expensive and how it grew exponentially compared to um, the rate of inflation from like 1980. I think 1980 going to like a four-year university costs you total like $10,000, but now it costs $10,000 like one year yeah. to go to a public school and like $60,000 a year to go to like a really nice private school. Ridiculous. It's insane. But I mean, some people think it's worth. And if, if someone can afford it, like good for them. Um, and I think that there are definitely programs and schools are looking out for students. I think they definitely know that some people can't afford um, to go to those insanely expensive schools and they offer scholarships and everything. Um, but I think I also read that like, because of the large amounts of financial aid, college can, like, like you said, college can make the prices higher. Yeah. So I think the people that really suffer in that case is like the middle to upper middle class, because if you're super rich, you can afford college. If you're really poor, you'll get financial aid to go to college. Mm. It's that middle class area that you make enough money that you can you you make enough money to the extent that colleges aren't going to be like let's give you a ton of money but also you you don't have all the all the money in the world so that you can pay for call pay for an expensive private four-year university without batting an eye that's an excellent point yeah yeah it's, it's, it's just very interesting all right well let's let's wrap this up with the one thing i was saving up the entire week i told jay I was going to, I was going to save this for the podcast. So here it is. So earlier this week, I did a one day. Well, this is probably more interesting to me than it is to you, but I thought it was cool. I did a one day water fast. No way. And I'm currently in the middle of a two day water fast. Oh, snap. So the only thing you've had is water for the past two days. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't eaten food the past two days so what is when was the last what was the last meal you had and when was it okay so it officially like after today will be the end of my two day okay so I'm, I'm in the second i'm in the second day so i didn't eat anything yesterday on sunday you, you had no food on sunday no food and then i ate my last meal on saturday at 9 p.m i believe so it's been almost 48 hours I think around 40, like 46 hours and 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah, so it's almost been, it's almost been the time span of two days. Holy cow. So How do you feel? yeah, dude, it's like, I, part of me thinks, okay, well, first of all, you don't eat food. you like, you yeah, don't, I just, you, by doing this, I just figured out that you don't need food that we've been told, you know, every single day, three meals a day, I'm working just as well as I would be if I had, you know, a steak and eggs, this morning so like i feel same energy levels everything's everything's just same there's no highs no lows you know it it really is dude i'm telling you if you ever you know have an argument with somebody if you're ever angry if you ever have you know any kind of extreme feelings you gotta just go on a water fast 
I'm not saying do like a full out nothing because you like water is definitely more important than food as far as like time goes because you can die after three days without water. But as far as food, you can go a long time without eating food and still still survive because that's how our ancestors survived. And so, you know, I, I'm personally doing it for two reasons to obviously lose weight. I just, it's just like the last amount of belly fat that I got to get rid of. Also, just to, you know, rethink things. You know, the, doing this makes you realize what's important in life and what's not. All these petty arguments that people get into, all these little things, little dramas. You don't care. <laughs> I, like, at this point, all I care about is eating food. Uh-huh. I don't care about nothing else. I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Whatever else happens, it doesn't bother me. So, yeah, I'm... I did I did the one day fast on Tuesday of last week uh-huh. and then I'm doing so the reason why I wanted to do Sunday Monday is clearly because Sunday is all day football I'm gonna be yeah. distracted fully and then I wanted to do today as well because I know we had the podcast and um, it's gonna be a football game at, right after this that I'm gonna watch that'll help me get, get me distracted as well uh, please hope that the Rams defense gets under six points so I can win in my fantasy league but that's another story um yeah i'm gonna after to after today i'm gonna break it tomorrow and then i think it's just gonna be something i'm gonna do regularly every sunday it's the best day to do it too because you're so distracted with football like all day long so it's the best time to do it but i will have periodic times where i will do three days and then five days and then my ultimate goal is to get seven days can you imagine that's insane can you imagine going one week without eating food? Dude, I can't imagine going five hours without eating food. Like, I've, I've been the total opposite. I've been eating a lot. Not, not just because, like, I'm stuffing myself, but, like, I've been eating a lot to, like, gain mass. Um, right. Well, you're, and, you're, you're in a different scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's insane. Do you remember the Yes Theory video that we watched about fasting? How do you feel? I remember watching that video and saying, thinking to myself, I am never going to do this. This is the dumbest thing ever. I can't imagine like doing this to myself. And now that I've done it, bro, I'm so happy. Like, dude, it's one of those things you hate it when you're in it. You hate it. Like absolutely hate it. But when it's over, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I did that. I can't believe I did that. Uh-huh. Like, it's just one of those things where you, 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 can sur- you have this opportunity to surprise yourself. You know, we we get so comfortable with like our daily habits and things like that. It's really rare that you do something that surprises yourself. You know, people can surprise you. Other things can surprise you. It's really rare that you that you surprise yourself because you you know you know yourself. You you've right. been you for all your years. Yeah. Right? So doing this is something that you know I didn't know I had in me, and now that I've done it, you know, it's just it's one of the best things ever, bro. So you said you feel you, you still have a good bit of energy in you. You're not like super like feeling dead. Yeah, I heard. Well, the reason I still feel like kind of hungry is like yeah. what they normally recommend you do is like a, a, a longer fast, like a like way longer than two days, like at least five days, because after like five days, your body's completely in like a different like system, like a mode that you just oh. not hungry. You just don't feel hunger anymore because your body just adapted to it. But the yeah. first one or two days is really hard, which is where I am right now. Yeah. But um. Hey, well, you seem to have a great attitude. Like, 
you're like you're still emotionally and mentally there because i know like i know honestly if i were you i'd just be like hating myself right now like i'd have a headache i'd just be cranky all the time it would just be like not good yeah i had a i had a headache last night i had a really bad headache last night i i, I, tr- I just slept i tried to sleep as hard as much as i could i kept waking up i thought it was terrible bro but you just, again it's just something you get used to it you know and it, and once you're in it once you're in that state where like you don't have to depend on food anymore yeah then everything's just leveled out really everything as far as your emotions your energy levels mm-hmm. that's why it's I, like i said it's really good if you know if you're if you're really low if you're feeling bad you know yeah. this will bring you right back up it's just it helps you get a better grasp of life if you're feeling really sad you know what just do a two-day fast easy 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 solution that's the thing like i was you know what i recommend is you know what i did you know i started out you know, I, w- I did one day, you know, just one day. And then now I'm on two days. See, the issue is a lot of people try to go straight to the five days. Yeah. They'll quit. They're like, I can't do five more days of this. Like, it's ridiculous. But like, just one day, just one day, just do one day. And then the next time around, I'll be like, oh, I've already done one day before. It's not bad. Let me just add one more day. Right. Just one more. And I, I'm going to finish today's. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll have one day down. I'll have two days down. And then when the third time comes around, I'll be like, oh, I've already done two days. So this should be easy. Just one more. And just add one more to it. And that, that's, how, that's how you scale up. That's how you progress. People, people try to do too much in the beginning. Right. So these little things that add up over time. And the next thing you know, you're doing a seven-day water fast. You're, and you just, it feels like any other day to you. Everything just feels normal. That's insane. I can't imagine going seven days without eating anything. And you know what I heard? I heard after five days, there's a chance you have like this sort of euphoria. Yeah, I heard that too. Like your mind is just in the mental bliss. Dude, I want I want to get to that point. So I just want to see if I can experience that. Yeah. I just want to see what it feels like. If I can get to that, I'll be so happy. So that's, that's like what I'm working towards. But yeah. I'm gonna try. Maybe, uh, maybe I, I, I was thinking about it at some point. I want. If I was uh, you, if I was you, this is this is how I would start up. So you you normally have what three meals a day, two meals a day. I have like four. Oh, four meals a day. Okay. Um. Do you snack in the in between? I just know. I just I usually eat just like eat a meal at noon. I eat a meal at two. I eat a meal at five. And I'm about to eat another meal at like seven. Okay. So what I would do is I would cut out the meal at noon. So just have the meal at two, five, and seven. Okay. Yeah, I would do that for like a week. Yeah. And then I would cut out the meal at seven. So I would okay. just do two and five. And I would consistently do that until I get to one meal a day. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to one meal a day, then it's really easy to just skip that one meal. And then that'll help you. Because before I even did the one day fast, I was doing intermittent fasting for a long time. Right. I, I cut everything out because I used to eat like once in the morning, once in the afternoon and once at night. I used to eat like three meals and I would occasionally snack. Yeah. Went down to two meals a day. Then I went down to one meal a day and that's how I got. So again, it's like what we talk about a process, but I don't know. I don't know if it would see, cause you're trying to build mass. It's yeah. different, but if you want to like, 
I think it's, I think it comes down to what you want to get out of it. Right. it you, it's not a physical thing because you're already in shape, but spiritually, I think that would help you out a lot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, this was fun. Episode three. Yeah. Uh, we're getting into it. We're getting into the flow of things every single Monday now. I like it. I like now it. We're getting to, you know, have a good conversation, seeing yeah. each other once a week. I think it's good for us. And uh, I look forward to the next one. Absolutely, man. I will see you next Monday. Next Monday. See you guys. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye, everybody.